Welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast. We're here to grow in faith, connect in community, and serve the world. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Grace, peace, and joy be unto you from God the Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. As we continue our series today called, we think about how we began the series with our calling in our baptism, that each of us is called into ministry. And then last week, Pastor Hannah beautifully helped us to think about what it means to be called to follow, as she shared her own journey of following over this last year among us. And today we're focusing on our calling to gather. Our lessons for today are a reminder that we are called, but we are called with a purpose. Our God is a missional God. Our God is calling us with an intent. God's calling us because God has a desire for us. And the ultimate aim of God is moving us beyond our divisions and our brokenness into restoration and unity. God is reconciling all things unto God, St. Paul tells us, and God has commissioned us in our baptisms to join in this work. And so it's important to think about the nature of this calling and where it leads us and how it leads us because so many today seem to perceive that it's leading them to places that I simply don't recognize as part of the biblical vision. The vision that I perceive in Scripture is one of peace, harmony, justice, and reconciliation. It's not intimidation, fear-mongering, or outright violence as a justified means to an end. Yet this is what we are seeing more and more of from folks that claim Jesus as their leader. It's, of course, nothing new to see violence done in the name of Jesus, but again and again throughout history, we have seen the emptiness and distortion of this in retrospect. So I have a hard time understanding how still we miss it in the moment. And the stakes, of course, are high because the scriptural witness is also clear that we will see this kind of behavior from others in the world. And like Jesus, then, our witness is to be a counter-cultural one whose aim is justice and peace and wholeness for all. Our Wednesday Bible study has been deep in the process of studying the book of Isaiah for the last few months. And I found it both inspiring and at times troubling as I look at the world around us as we read those ancient words of Scripture. There were times after the attacks in Israel, seeing the same Jewish towns north of Gaza being listed in Isaiah as places of conflict to see them once again on those lists. I shook my head at the endless cycle of violence there and the sadness that the Jewish people were experiencing terror once again. And I've also found myself despondent talking to Palestinian Christian friends who live in the West Bank about how much more desperate the situation there has become and the depth of the injustice that they feel in their continued mistreatment. Here at home, legitimate questions of the support of conflict abroad being confused and conflated with 
accusations and actual anti-Semitism and anti-Muslim threats and actions. And this, of course, is all layered upon a continued cultural pull towards extremism. This is part of the cultural context into which Jesus calls us to go and to gather others into community for the sake of healing and understanding and to build mutual commitments to the prioritization of the needs of the vulnerable and the forgotten. I came across a video this week based on Psalm 62, our psalm for today, that I felt really speaks to the moment in which we live and why this calling that we have to see signs of the kingdom really matters. Here's this video. These times are getting the best of me. My mind, my soul, my tired body, my whole being is off. I keep looking for something familiar, something foundational, something solid that makes me feel secure. I think of you and search for a sermon, verse or song, anything that used to soothe my troubles, feed my soul, enliven my spirit, keep me going. I want a message from a resistant prophet. I want an invitation to leave work and come see miracles. I want to know you love and protect me. I long to feel safe. Just come up strong around me. Hold me. You know, I used to think of you differently. I was so sure, so certain I had it all figured out. But then I experienced loss and emptiness and inhumanity and insanity and realized I had to grow up. I left all that I knew to know you, the you beyond the metaphors, the eternal, true God. You are more than I expected. Nothing and no one on earth is like you. There isn't anything that measures up to your love. It never loses, and it never leaves. You are the living will. You are the enduring love. You are the speaking word. You are the stabilizing matter the ground of all being. Reassure us in our time of need, God. Surround us and secure us in your love. There isn't anything that measures up to your love. It never loses and it never leaves.
I watch that video and I see a vision of a community that matters in the midst of a culture that has a loneliness crisis. I watch that video and I see a vision of a community that matters in the midst of a religious landscape marked by more divisiveness than unity. I watch that video and I see a vision of the kind of community that I pray we are, in fact, cultivating here at Prince of Peace. This weekend we celebrate one of the markers of this kind of community building here at Prince of Peace and in Christian communities around the country. It's a sign that keeps a relatively low profile because it's discreet by necessity. It's a ministry that serves people when they're feeling the most lonely, isolated, in need of healing and hope. It's a ministry that walks alongside of those in moments to be the loving, restoring, hope-filled presence of Jesus at times when people need it the most. Today we commission three new Stephen ministers at our 1030 service who've answered the call to gather. They've answered the call to help people see how God is bringing healing into their lives, restoring them to community in whatever ways that they need to be restored. And for over 30 years now, just think about how profound that is, for over 30 years our Stephen ministers here at Prince of Peace have quietly and humbly been sharing this ministry that brings healing and restoration to people's lives. They are one of the embodiments of what I pray that people continually experience in our ministry here. We're called to gather people so that the good news of Jesus can provide healing, hope, and restoration when they need it most. And we are called to embody that good news and the kind of welcome and care that we share with any who would join us. Not everyone is called to be a Stephen minister, but everyone that is baptized is called to be a minister of the gospel. So what does that ministry of hope, healing, justice, and restoration look like in your life? How are you helping to gather people together into loving community instead of sowing seeds of division? I talked to one of our members this week that had an opportunity to bear witness to this in a way that I think was surprising to them. They were in the midst of a situation at work where there was a clear use of religion to manipulate someone in an abusive way, and without realizing that they were quickly proclaiming in a matter-of-fact way that their church was not in the business of tearing people down, that they had a different witness to what religion could look like in this world. That their religion wasn't tearing people down. They said their church was there to lead people to freedom to restoration. And I was so grateful to hear that these words came so easily to their lips because they wholeheartedly believed them to be true, because they were experiencing that in community here. It's what we strive for as a community, but we can only consistently say that this is true for everyone if we're all rowing in the same direction and proclaiming the same gospel of love and grace together. 
one of the ways that we try to row in the same direction begins in four weeks. Every year during Lent, we kick off our annual journey, and we encourage every member to join with others in community, challenging, comforting, and growing together. Our focus this year will be on the promises that God makes to us in Scripture throughout the Old Testament that foreshadow the promises of baptism. We call those covenants. And I say this in the journey guide this year about this. I said the primary covenants of Scripture arise out of God's unconditional love for us. And this is why we talk about baptism as a covenant. And the more that we understand the other covenants of Scripture, the more we can trust in God's promises for us in baptism. And the more that we trust these promises, the more free the more empowered we will be to respond to this covenant with lives of loving service for the world. So I hope and pray that you will join us on the journey once again this year. We're currently enlisting hosts for journey groups, and soon there will, next week there will be an opportunity to sign up to be participants. So please join us on the journey to grow deeper in relationship with others here in this community, and to grow deeper in your understanding, your articulation, and your commitment to live out the calling that you are given as disciples, to be a part of God's loving mission in this world. Amen.